Fundamental Belief Number 2 The Angelic Realm and Satan Summary Statement The angelic realm, consisting of various types of spirit beings, was created by God. A former covering cherub, Lucifer, rebelled against God's authority and became Satan the devil. As Lucifer, he influenced one-third of the angels to follow him. Those who followed him are now evil spirits known as demons. Satan the devil is the adversary of both God and mankind. He and his demons influence mankind to reject God and his law. These evil spirits have been allowed temporary dominion over the earth and have deceived the majority of human beings. The angels who remained faithful to God serve as ministering spirits to those responding to God's calling. Now the details. Angels are created spirit, non-material beings. They were created by God. Angels are not eternal, meaning without beginning or end, as God is because they had a beginning. There is no indication that they will die, but rather will continue to live forever. Jesus also revealed that they do not marry or reproduce. They were created to be God's servants to praise and worship Him, and to help Him in the working out of His plan. A central purpose for the angels is to serve as ministering spirits to God's people, strengthening, delivering, and protecting them according to God's will. God has also used angels to reveal special messages to people and to assist in carrying out His judgments. Angels were created, like humans, with the power of choice the ultimate choice being that of serving God or rebelling against Him. Most have chosen to be faithful and obedient to God. They are the holy angels and number in the tens of millions. Others, led by Satan, called Lucifer in some English Bible translations, rebelled in pride and self-will against God. The name Satan means adversary. In the New Testament, he is also referred to as the devil which means accuser or slanderer. Jesus described Satan as a murderer from the beginning who does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Revelation 12, verses 3 through 4, indicates that one-third of the angels rebelled against God and followed Satan. In doing so, they have become enemies of God and His people. Numbering in the multiple millions, these rebellious angels are called demons and are described as foul and unclean spiritually. Satan and the demons work to oppose God. They deceive, tempt, and accuse people within the bounds that God allows. The angels are currently more powerful than mankind but that will not always be the case. Human beings who enter the family of God will be greater than the angels. Indeed, the Bible reveals that at some point in the future, glorified members of the God family will judge angels. There are different types of angels with different powers, ranks, authority, and appearance. There are archangels, cherubim, seraphim, and perhaps ordinary angels. Thus, some sort of hierarchy exists in the angelic realm, both among the holy and the unclean angels. 
Angels, being spirit, are not visible to human eyes, except on the rare occasions when it serves God's purpose for them to physically appear. The Bible records some instances when God has permitted people, either when awake or in a dream or vision, to see manifestations of angels. Typically, it is righteous angels who have been seen by people, and they usually appeared as men. Sometimes they appeared as ordinary, normal men, that is, not in a glorified state. Other times they appeared as men, but in a powerful and glorified state. Some angelic beings do not look like men, but instead appear, in at least some parts of their bodies, as animals. The existence of both righteous angels and evil demons inevitably introduces a conflict within their angelic realm. The Bible reveals that struggles do take place between righteous angels and demons, though they are typically invisible to human eyes. Satan and the demons oppose God's people. Jesus taught his disciples to pray to God for deliverance from the evil one. Perhaps one reason God currently permits the evil angels to have influence in the world and to hinder humans in serving God is to test his human servants. Such tests strengthen our faith in Him, help us prevail in the fight against evil, and enable us to develop godly character. God intends His people to develop a trust in Him, not self, to fight these spiritual battles. God has allowed Satan to have influence and power in the world. Indeed, he is called the ruler of this world and the God of this age. He and his demons are the rulers of the darkness of this age. It was within Satan's power to offer Christ the glory and power of this world's government. None of this should cast doubt on God's control of these matters. Satan and the demons can only do what God permits, and definite limits restrain the evil they are permitted to do. God allows his influence now, but the time is coming when Satan and the demons will be banished, no longer able to disrupt God's working among his people. The righteous angels never accept worship from men. Instead, they urge men to worship only the true Creator God. Satan and the demons, on the other hand, in their jealous pride and rebellion against God, desire worship from human beings. God tells us that an everlasting fire will be prepared for Satan and the demons. In God's judgment, this lake of fire is the fate of these evil spirits. For now, God limits or controls the influence they are allowed as they await their final judgment from God. People who serve God can be grateful to God for the help that He provides through the work of the righteous angels. It is also important to be aware of the work and motives of Satan and the demons, but not to have an unhealthy interest in them or a morbid fear of them. Instead, we can and should trust God to give us power to resist them and their influence. To learn more about this topic, read our article, Angels. Thanks for listening. For the next chapter of this booklet, continue with Episode 3 of the Fundamental Beliefs of the Church of God, a Worldwide Association.